In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Deswald. Get ready to learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry. Craig is the creator of the Rock Star System for Success, and he'll share tips and strategies on how you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. This high energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. Plus, you'll learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. It's time to be a rock star with Rock Talk. And now, here's your host, Craig Deswalt. Good morning, everybody, or afternoon, wherever you are. This is Craig Duswalt, and this is Rock Talk with Craig Duswalt. It is February 28th, 2012, a lovely Tuesday morning here in Southern California, and I hope it is a wonderful day wherever you are listening. We have a very, 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 very special guest with us today and a very special two weeks. We are uh, getting ready for the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camp. It is two weeks from tomorrow, March 14th, to the 18th at the Sheraton Gateway LAX in Los Angeles and we have more than 400 people coming there and it's going to be an unbelievably rocking event. It's all about learning how to become a rock star in your industry. It's all about standing out from the competition. It's all about doing things differently than everyone else does things in your business. You have to stand out from the competition. You got to do things differently so you're not like everybody else and that's what we're going to teach for four and a half days. We have lots of special guests joining us at the boot camp. We have Laurel Langmeyer, a major New York Times bestselling author. She teaches people how to make cash fast immediately in three days, how to make cash fast. Dr. Barbara DeAngelis, another bestselling author on the New York Times list. She's uh, famous for her transformation books, uh, teaching people how to transform into a success mindset. Then we also have Rick Frischman, the creator of Author 101 University, uh, Mr. Publicity. He teaches you how to get publicity, how to get in the newspapers, how to get on radio, how to get on TV. He's been on Oprah four times. Then we have Alex Carroll. Alex Carroll teaches you how to get on radio. He's done over 1,500 radio show interviews. He teaches you how to get interviews on internet radio stations and terrestrial radio stations. And then we also have Mike Koenigs, the creator of Traffic Geyser, unbelievable, successful entrepreneur, teaches people how to get videos all over the internet and how to make your videos successful so people actually watch them. It's going to be an unbelievable four and a half days, Wednesday, March 14th through Sunday, March 18th. We also have a rock star, a real live rock star doing a real live performance for us. It'll be John Waite, the former singer for the Babies and the band Bad English. His number one hit song was Missing You, and he has lots of other hits as well that he'll be playing for you as well. And we're going to do an interview, and then you, the audience, gets to get to ask him questions as well. So John Waite will be joining us. We have lots of, lots of other surprises as well. 
well. So I hope you guys can all come to it. There's a few tickets left. Uh, if you want tickets for the event, it is uh, go to www.craigdoeswalt.com, C-R-A-I-G. D as in David, U, S as in Sam, W-A-L-T as in Tom.com, craigdoeswalt.com. And if you go to the website, it's only $499 to register right now, uh, four, $497 to register right now, and you get to bring a friend for free. It's uh, last minute. I know it's only two weeks away, but it is worth it. It is well worth it to just email me now, say you're coming to the event, sign up, register, and we'll see you in two weeks at the Sheraton Gateway LAX in Los Angeles. So if you're in Los Angeles, you should just head on over there. The hotel is still available, Sheraton Gateway LAX. So another person that is going to be speaking at my event, he's going to be kicking off my event. Very, very clever uh, the way we're, we're handling this. It was actually his idea. And uh, this is a childhood idol of mine that I got to meet uh, uh, about a month ago online. Uh, We emailed back and forth, talked on the phone about a month ago. And then I actually met him for the first time. Well, actually, for the second time, we'll tell you that story. Uh, About uh, this past weekend, I was speaking in Arizona and he came and I brought him on stage to speak to the audience in Arizona. And he is none other then Kansas City Chief Hall of Fame place kicker, Mr. Nick Lowry. Good morning. Did you say a childhood idol? Are you I did. kidding me? Now no, I, I really, really feel old. D, d, well, no, but I was the same age as you. It's just that, you know, I didn't know you. But, yeah, <laughs> I guess childhood, I was, no, I guess it wouldn't be childhood. No, you're right. Uh, it was my uh, my my early, but I'm still a child. The formative, so. the, the the Wonder Bread years. Exactly, but I am still a child. So you know, to this day, I'm still a child. So, uh, so Nick, uh, welcome to Rock Talk with Craig Doeswalt, and thank you so much for joining us. And and while I say idol, I know we, we're not supposed to hold idols, but I am the biggest. Kansas City Chief fan in the world, by far. There's nobody close to me. And I followed your career for, uh, I guess you've been playing for 18 years and most of them on the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, you made me very, very happy a lot of weeks. Whereas since you left, it's been a pretty much a disaster in the field goal uh, kicking area for the Kansas City Chiefs. So that being said, we'll tell a little bit about more about how we met. But why don't you tell everybody, obviously, you're the former kicker for the Kansas City Chiefs. You're in the Kansas City Chief Hall of Fame. Uh, just tell a little bit about your career with the Chiefs and, and kind of what you're doing now as a motivational speaker and about your foundation. Just give everyone a little <laughs> update on what Nick Lowry is doing. Well, first of all, I was exhausted by all that information you gave out before. Isn't Barb D'Angelis going to be part of your thing, too? Yeah. Oh, uh, did I forget Barbara? I, don't, I think you did. Anyway, I think she's awesome. So, yeah, that, is, is that about how you can fall in love while doing business? <laughs> That's all about that. I love all that. Love while doing business. She was married to uh, what's his name, uh, uh, John Gray, men are from Mars, women from Venus. She was married to him for a while. So, but uh, she's a very successful speaker. I mean, she's she was the first person, the first woman that did those big infomercials back in the day. Well, there are lots of infomercials these days, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, well, we met, I guess, I don't know where to start. We, I, I, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a little background. I, um, I was, uh, grew up in D.C. My, my father was actually head of station for the CIA in London in the late 60s. Played lots of soccer, uh, living in England and Germany. 
And uh, my dad couldn't, you know, he was one of those, literally the guys that say, I'd like to tell you, but I'd have to kill you. But he's a (laughs) wonderful guy. And, um, you know, it just was so powerful to live in Europe and see that there are all sorts of notions of how to live and history and uh, helps you appreciate other ways of looking at the world, but also helps you appreciate how great we have it here in this country. Mm-hmm. And um, went to Dartmouth, uh, was very good in high school and very good in college, but not great. I was very good, but not great. In fact, my senior year was pretty average. And um, I was recruited, did not get drafted. And what I talk about, a lot of the roots of that are related to or tied to all of the processes of growth I had to go through when I was being cut by eight NFL teams 11 times. It was the 12th time that was the charm, but I don't think I would ever have had the same kind of career if I made it sooner. I played two games for the Patriots on two nat- one nationally televised game, my very first game against the Raiders, which we won, but I wasn't ready for prime time, and I really started to think very hard about my level of commitment, about the level of reality I had invested in my notion of what my dreams were. Um, and that process of getting used to being the kicker where, you know, 80, I call it naked and alone with 80,000 people. You've got 80,000 <laughs> people that will see absolutely everything you do. And they'll remember absolutely the mistakes, probably even more than the game-winning field goals. So mm. that's, not, that's not a fun uh, contract to make uh, with yourself when you make that sort of commitment, unless you're the best. And I tell people even today, to be a kicker in the NFL, the standards are so high. I took it from 60% or 65% up to 80%, and that's my contribution to the game. And um, that was all learning how to prepare, 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 mentally, physically, emotionally. Uh, and that gave me the confidence to relax and be myself under pressure. And those are themes that we talk about and we'll talk about at the Rockstar Boot Camp, baby. Because, I love uh, it. Love you know, it, love it's, it. it's yes. all feeling Nick is, confident Nick. in your own office. Exactly. At your own expertise, whatever your craft is. And, 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 and in the preparation, you find great joy because you can see yourself being better when it matters most. Uh, I love that. And, and that's exactly what Nick is going to talk about at my Rockstar Marketing Bootcamp, how kicking relates to business. You know, he said naked in front of 80,000 people. Well, how many times as an entrepreneur do we feel by ourselves? Like, you know, we don't have a boss and we don't have anyone to listen to or, 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 or take orders from. And while you had a coach and everything, still, you're out there all by yourself in front of 80,000 people live and millions of people. And it's if you make the field goal, you're a hero, and if you miss it, you're the goat. And it's a, it's a very tough thing. And, and entrepreneurs go through that as well. If we don't make money, then our family doesn't eat. And if we do make money, then we're the hero, and everyone eats. So it's and so Nick is going to talk about that uh, at the boot camp, and that's why I brought him on. It was really interesting too. I asked Nick actually to speak on Friday or Saturday night at my boot camp because I don't usually have a speaker on opening night, which is Wednesday night. And Nick said, Craig, you're a marketing guy. Come on. You're not thinking outside the box here. What do I do? And I said, what do you mean? What do you do? He says, I'm a field goal kicker. And I said, yeah. He goes, well, shouldn't I be kicking off your seminar? And I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> that's pretty darn good. <laughs> so uh, Nick is going to kick off uh, the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camp uh, March 14th. It'll be Wednesday night. It goes from 7 to 10. 
in that three-hour period, Nick is going to talk for, I think, what, five hours or something like that, Nick? Uh, seven hours. Oh, seven hours. Yep. And, uh, and every minute will be so exciting. Exactly. Uh, and what, uh, what else is going to do, which I think is a lot of fun. I don't want to spoil it too much. We're joking, by the way. <laughs> no, he's going to talk for like an hour. <laughs> so uh, uh, but what else Nick is going to do, is, which is really, really fun, and I'm going to be very excited watching this. He's actually going to kick some balls into the audience uh, alive for us, and hopefully he doesn't break any legs or pull anything because I do have insurance, but um, you know, uh, we'll see how that goes. All right, so we're going to take Take a, a quick two-minute break, and uh, we will be back with Nick Lowry, Hall of Fame uh, Kansas City Chief Kicker. And we're going to talk about how the entrepreneur world ties in with, uh, like we talked about a little bit, how it ties in with being a field goal kicker in the NFL and how Nick Lowry went to a self-help guru to become a better field goal kicker. This is Craig Does What with Rock Talk. We will be right back. to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. This is Rock Talk with Craig Deswalt, and we'll be right back after these. Wondering how to market, where to invest, where to advertise, where to find the right advice, or what to do about taxes? Doing business today is a complex venture, and that's where all biz talk comes in. All Biz Talk helps businesses and individuals find the right path to their success and learn more about the ideas, products, and services used by today's top professionals. Success leaves clues, so if you want to be successful, it's always best to listen to the people who have already been where you want to be. Our hosts are unbiased and will ask the hard questions, taking your calls to help connect you with the right professionals, people who can help you get a better handle on your personal and business choices. All BizTalk is not a financial services company and does not offer any financial advice, but we will help you make the right choice when it comes to planning your financial future. Join All BizTalk Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central at allbiztalk.com. Get ready for Officer Radio every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern only on officer.com. It's powered by the worldwide resources of Officer.com and hosted by Editor-in-Chief of Officer.com and 30-year law enforcement veteran Frank Borelli. Officer.com is your source for the latest news, trends, and issues facing the law enforcement community, which change almost daily. New regulations, new things to know about that affect all in law enforcement. Join us each week as Officer Borelli and his guest examine, dissect, and discuss the issues facing our industry. Call in live and join the conversation to get your voice heard. For more law enforcement news and more about the show, go to officer.com. You can even find us on Facebook and Twitter. Then join us live every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Eastern, only on officer.com. Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswalt. It's my... We are back on Rock Talk with Craig Doeswalt. I am with my very, very special guest, Mr. Nick Lowry, formerly of the Kansas City Chiefs, and now one of those 
great motivational speakers, inspirational speakers out there on the out there in the speaker world, and we'll get a little bit into that. But first, Nick, I want to tell everyone if, if you would indulge me uh, how we met the first time. Is that okay? Uh, go for it. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. So I am with Guns N' Roses, and I am, as I mentioned, a huge Kansas City Chief fan, huge Chief fan. And we're playing, uh, Guns N' Roses is playing Arrowhead Stadium, where the Kansas City Chiefs play their home football games. And I am in all my glory. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get to go back in the locker rooms, because when you're with Guns N' Roses, you can pretty much go anywhere you want when you take over the stadium. So I went to all the locker rooms, and I I, uh, met some of the security people for the Chiefs. I met some executives, I guess, that just happened to be walking around the offices. And I started asking, are there any chiefs here, any players here in the stadium? And and one of the guys, I forget who it was, some security guy or something, said, I think there's some chiefs over there. They, I, I guess this is an area where they would come out and they could watch a concert if they want, if a concert's in town and uh, because they just had practice there maybe that afternoon or they were uh, meeting and, and um, with coaches or whatever they're doing so i go to this area where this guy points me to and i see uh some large men (laughs) very large men and from afar and i'm like well that's got to be some kansas city chiefs and i walk over there and they're they're having a good old time watching the concert and i say to them and i forget who i spoke to specifically but they were like i I don't even know how many six to eight of them i only remember that it was uh nick lowry it was Derek thomas the former uh, NFL football player that passed away in a tragic accident. Uh, Mike Dial, he was a tight end, and Tim Grenard, he was a center. And there were others there as well. And I asked those guys, do you want to come backstage and meet the band? Because I want to suck up to the Kansas City Chiefs because I want tickets or something later on in life. So uh, I do this, and they go backstage, and I forget exactly what happened, what room they went to or whatever. I forget if they met anybody because I was like, just like, can't believe that I'm meeting these guys. And it was a great, great thing. So uh, they come backstage. Everyone has a good time, and we go on our merry way. But I kept in touch with Mike Dial. He was the tight end, and he set me up with tickets for some games in Los Angeles. I used to go see Axel, and I used to go see the Chief Raider games because Axel was a huge Raider fan, and I was a huge Chief game uh, uh, fan. So we used to go to the Chief Raider games all the time. And at the time, the Chiefs were beating the Raiders all the time. So that was a really good thing. So I meet Nick, and, and, and that's the end of that. Uh, a month ago, Nick Lowry is on a radio show on the TogiNet radio station, our parent company. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Nick Lowry's on the radio on, because I own the Rockstar Radio Network, he's on my parent station. I'm going to get in touch with Nick Lowry. So I listen to the show, and this is a great marketing tip, everybody, and this is how you meet people. I listen to the show, and I email Uh, I go to Nick's website that he gave online. He gave it on the radio show. I go to his website and I email him thinking maybe I'm going to get an assistant or something, which he has an assistant, but Nick emails me back and we call each other and we talk and I say to him, remind him of this story. He's like, oh my God, that was you. And 20 years later or whatever it is, we meet again. Now Nick is speaking at my boot camp. I just spoke in Arizona and uh, he came to see me speak and I put him up on stage and he inspired the audience uh, in Arizona as well. And now we have this great relationship and I get to hang out with one of my, when I was like four years old, my childhood idol. <laughs> Kidding. You're, yeah. <laughs> that old geezer. 
Yeah, that old geezer who actually looks really, really great. The fact that you still have legs and stuff is pretty impressive. No, so and the fact that you said, the first thing you said to me was, you look marvelous. That's right. Was that a little Billy Crystal thing because of the Oscars? <laughs> you know, Billy Crystal did a fundraiser for me with Dick Schaap, and we got uh, Len Dawson and George Brett, two icons in Kansas City, wow. to come to this fundraiser for United Cerebral Palsy. So I have always had a soft heart for Billy Crystal. Oh, he's great. My wife and I have this thing. This <laughs> she's gonna kill me right now, but we have a list that um, that there are five people, five famous people in the world that if the famous person came up to him and said, "Hi, uh, Craig, uh, I happen to think you're very attractive. Uh, would you like to go?" Um, <laughs> to a hotel room and, and whatever. And and there's five people that my wife and I are allowed to uh, do that and not get in trouble. And, <laughs> and one of the people on my wife's list, this is going to sound crazy, is Billy Crystal. Is that crazy? Well, I would think that that would be – she might fall asleep a little faster actually. But he is he, – seriously, he, these are things you never forget. He had a 102-degree temperature and he flew with uh, Dorothy – Jacobs, who is the the mother of my friend Dr. Andrew Jacobs, and uh, she told this story too. But he had a 102 degree temperature, came anyway, and performed, and we were crying, we were laughing so hard. So uh, those great. are the those are the true rock stars. That, that he is a rock star. I mean, uh, my wife loves uh, people that are funny and and authentic, and and Billy Crystal just seems to be both. He's I would love to meet that guy someday. Anyway, so so Nick and I formed this relationship now, and we got to talking in Arizona. We hung out, had dinner, we had breakfast the next day, and we got to talking to a lot of stuff. And Nick was, you know, I I don't know if he still owes the record, but he's either one or two or something, the most accurate field goal kicker in the history of the NFL. And he said he took it from sixty to 80%. Well, he was kicking, I think, 87% of his field goals. So, Nick, you also used, uh, you, you were doing uh, great in the NFL, and then you went to a self-help guru that you and I have in common. Can you tell a little bit about that to get your head straight, to get your, uh, you know, the, your mindset straight? Well, we had a new coach, um, Marty Schottenheimer, who'd come from doing a very good job with the Cleveland Browns, and we were excited to finally have, you know, uh, an excellent coach. And the thing is, when you're dealing with a new coach, and we had a new general manager too, uh, Carl Peterson, they're looking to clean house. And I had been all pro five, four or five times at that point. I'd been one of the dependable guys on the team, but I still – was the oldest guy on the team, you know, so I represented the past, and I just knew I had to take my game to the next level, and it's classic infomercial stuff. I'm watching the Tony Robbins tapes interviews, and and I really don't uh, think the other things are quite as powerful as the tapes. The tapes really helped me discover how to rewire myself to put myself in a state of internal discipline and control emotionally, intellectually, put myself in the perfect state where even if 20,000 people were yelling very personal things about my mom, <laughs> I could still focus and get it done. And, and I, I had, I led the NFL in scoring that year. I had the most field goals, second most field goals ever in history. Um, I had 24 field goals in a row. The next year I had 21 field goals in a row. The next year I was 22 for 24. The next year we went to the AFC championship and, and, um, you know, I really uh, uh, benefited a lot because Tony's tapes, the original tapes, which were a month, four weeks of training, you and I talked about this, that's yeah. to me how you really change behavior. Yeah, you can make changes in a week, a day, a minute, but 
the real change is the discipline to stay with something for a month where you're honing constantly your goals, not only financially and emotionally, but how you feel about yourself in success. Because how many of us wake up, you know, you've heard this before, people that work 30 and 40 years to be a success at who knows what, and they get there, they get the trophy, they get the recognition, and they feel empty mm. because the notion of success was not uh, integrated into how they felt in sharing it with other people, the people that they loved, how they could re- – that's real success. You know, that is – you said that at the boot camp and uh, – not the boot camp, at the, in Arizona when we spoke the other day. And I sat there in mouth wide open in awe that you said that. And, and I, I went off uh, script at my speech and I, I said to you in front of all these people that we were speaking in front of that I had that same discussion with Duff McKagan, the bass player for Guns N' Roses. He said, you know, when they were at the top of their game, when Guns N' Roses was huge, late 80s, early 90s, Duff McKagan, you know, was on top of the world as the bass player. He wrote all these hit songs and Guns N' Roses was the number one band out there. And I interviewed him at a rock star marketing boot camp, one of my first boot camps, and he said to me on stage in front to 250 people, the loneliest time of my life was when I was with Guns N' Roses on top of the world because what is success? I didn't even know what success was. I thought success was making a ton of money and being the biggest rock star in the world. And now that he has a family and he's a business writer for the Seattle Times and and for Playboy magazine, he's a financial writer. His most success in life is he's married and has kids and he has a family and close friends. And that far far exceeds anything he did with Guns N' Roses. And when you said that, same exact idea, I was just blown away because this is how everyone in the world wants to be the best. I mean, they want to be so successful. They want to make a ton of money. They want to be so famous. They want to be on a reality TV show, you know, all these things. But it's all it all comes back to because everyone that does make it, there's this empty feeling inside of people that, wow, I made it. But what do I have? What is there? And when you said that, I just thought that was amazing. So, well, I uh, appreciate it, buddy. And, and, you know, I know you get this. I mean, you were rocking and rolling with him and all the wild and, and I'm talking and wild and crazy stuff yeah. that you, you endured and experienced and and enjoyed and, yeah. and stuff I did as a pro athlete. I mean, there are <laughs> movies about it. But the reality is that the older we get, the more we see friends suffering, we lose our parents, we have, and loss is becomes, um, you know, the way to re-ground us into the notion of what really matters, what's really going to last, what really gives us that sense of of, of purpose and meaning and fulfillment um, that can't be taken away. Yeah, it, it's just so, so, so profound. And, you know, you know, at football players, everyone thinks football players are just a bunch of big guys that are Nick Lowry is an Ivy League education. And he is one of the most well-spoken uh, people that I've met when I had breakfast with him. He's rattling off all these books that he's read. And I'm feeling like an idiot. So uh, anyway, so uh, Nick Squirrel. The squirrel. <laughs> I love that. We're going to take a break in about 30 seconds. When we come back, we have uh, the person that ran the event uh, in Arizona online wants to say hi. So we'll take a call from Jason, and then we'll talk a little bit more about what Nick is going to share at the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camp, and we'll talk about what Nick is doing to give back. He is he has a foundation. I think it's called the Nick Lowry Foundation. He could correct me if I'm wrong, but what he is doing to give back because, you know, one of the six uh, needs in life that um, 
Tony Robbins talks about is contribution, you know, and one of those things, uh, the greatest feeling in the world is to be able to give back and to be able to do something for others like Nick just, Nick just said that are hurting. So when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about Nick's foundation and a little bit more with Nick, uh, what he's going to talk about at the boot camp. And we'll start taking some calls. If you want to call in, please call 877-864-4869. This is Rock Talk. We'll be right back. How to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. This is Rock Talk with Craig Deswalt. And we'll be right back after these. Do holidays and celebrations get you down and leave you feeling frazzled? Then join Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon, 11 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Sandy will help you discover the secrets to having the celebrations you've always dreamed of while adding fun and meaning to your life. From Valentine's Day to Christmas to special family events, Sandy Fowler will show you how to put the fun and meaning back into those special days by taking a look at what we can do to turn the upcoming holidays into cherished memories and show us how to allow it to intertwine with everyday life. For more on the show, Sandy, and to receive Sandy's Holiday Happiness Booklet, go to HeartfilledHolidays.com. Then get set to discover the secrets to creating happy holidays and happy everydays by joining Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon Eastern Standard Time on Toginet.com. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward. With tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned, these pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central, on Doginet.com. Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswalt. It's my... Nick Lowry is our special guest on Rock Talk with Greg Doeswalt on this fine day. And we just, uh, as I mentioned a couple of times, we uh, met up in Arizona last weekend. And it was called the, uh, I think it was the 2% Club Phoenix. 2% Club Phoenix. And I was a speaker there. And I asked Nick, he lives in the area, can you come by, see me speak? And I'd love to go out to dinner. And maybe, and then I'd bring you up on stage and you could uh, share a quick little ditty uh, to the audience as well, and he agreed to do it, which I was so appreciative. Well, the person that ran that event is Mr. Jason Nast, and he's on the line. Jason, how are you doing on this fine Tuesday? Hey, just enjoying the beautiful weather out here. Uh, I want to take a quick second, Nick. It was uh, a pleasure to meet you. Um, I had the good fortune to be able to spend some time with you at the event and even at breakfast in the morning, and uh, 
great to meet you. And and what you were talking about with Craig earlier about that uh, that great success, but that deep emptiness inside. It, it also resonated throughout me at the event. You mentioned it, um, and I know a lot of people's heads were nodding. They understood. They feel it. And, and I, I think you just nailed it, that uh, people really need to be congruent in their life. So I just wanted to say thank you for that because I appreciate um, maybe you called out the uh, the elephant in the room, but uh, <laughs> but it was really good to notice it. And I saw a lot of people really kind of uh, taking that to heart. And that was really awesome. Well, Jason, you know, I, I listened to your voice, and of course, our buddy, the squirrel himself, the rock star himself, Craig Duswell, <laughs> and you hear his just incredibly high positive energy, and that's what happens when you know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, and you know you're doing something that helps other people. It's simple as that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and it, well, took, it, it took me 46 years to figure that out, that that's what I wanted to do or that's what I was supposed to do uh, because I, I never trained as a speaker. I have never, you know, went to speaker school or anything like that. And for some reason, uh, this just works for me and, my, uh, and I get a lot of people to come to my boot camps and, and people say, I, I, I guess I inspire them or something like that. So it took yeah. a long time to get to that place, but I'm very happy to be there. Very good. And, and Greg, if I could just point out as well, you uh, you create create a great ripple effect here in Arizona. People are still talking about you. Uh, I actually was going by a meeting room today and overheard people talking about you being here last week. And I was like, hey, I, I know that guy. <laughs> so <laughs> you did a good thing, and uh, I appreciate you coming out and supporting the 2% Club and looking forward to being there with you in just a couple weeks. you got the boot camp coming up, so I will be yeah. there. And I'll be there and catch up with you again. Sounds good. And everyone, uh, uh, Jason, why don't you tell the uh, name of the website people could go if they're interested. If they live in Arizona, they have a pretty cool club out there uh, run by uh, Jason and uh, Jeff Fagan, who used to run Peak Potentials, uh, T. Harvecker's company. It's called the 2% Club. How do they get in touch with you guys? Uh, best way through the website, it's, it's the number 2percentclubphoenix.com. And, uh, yeah, there's lots of opportunities to uh, to stay as, uh, as Nick was saying, it's not just something you do one time. You, you know, you got to really feel it, and you got to be part of it. You got to work on yourself every day and commit to doing that. And, and that's what the Two Percent Club Phoenix is all about: is supporting people in their efforts to find congruency in their life on the on the on the search for financial freedom. Very cool. That's a big word. That congruency. <laughs> Can you spell it for me? Is it like C O N G W U U U C Y? It took me seven years to learn how to pronounce it. I'll work on spelling it next. <laughs> Take care, Jason. Thank you, Thanks, Take bro. Care, guys. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks so much. So, Nick, uh, uh, my my heart. It's so funny. Nick is also a comedian. If anyone doesn't hasn't realized by now, he's uh, going to be doing some stand up comedy at my event as well. Apparently, I love it. Uh, uh, actually, work- it's more like fall down. Oh, fall down funny. Yeah, I think it's fall down com- uh, okay. comedy. Well, I love it. You're a very personable guy, and you have that energy too. I, you know, Nick. Uh, I had seen him speak on websites, but I've never seen him speak live. And and I give uh, the Nick the mic. I give Nick the microphone at the uh, Arizona thing, and he is very captivating. Uh, you you are going. My crowd is just going to love you, and he's gonna you know he's gonna meet the people after he's gonna hang and and so if you're coming to the boot camp, you're gonna get a big big treat. So let's talk about a little bit about your foundation, uh, the Nick Lowry Foundation. Is that what it's called? Nick Lowry Youth Foundation. 
Nick Lowry, and, you found uh, it's, it, We actually started the work with cerebral palsy because my aunt Margaret had cerebral palsy, and she was just a fantastic example of taking what cards you've been dealt and making the most of them. She, she had a brilliant mind, and despite spasticity in her walking and in her joints and her arms and her speech, she got a college degree, taught herself to type, became a professional writer, was actually chosen by Carson McCullers to be part of his special writer's boot camp. That's what they would wow. call it today in, in uh, Yardo, uh, Iowa. It was really kind of legendary camp. She was, when she was 80 years old, she was recognized as a Utah Citizen of the Year. And we raised a million bucks for cerebral palsy. What was interesting, Craig, was, you know, cerebral palsy does not necessarily mean that you are mentally um, dysfunctional. It simply means that you, the ability of your brain to translate to your movements are different. And right. she was a genius. I began to notice that the radio show I did and the work I did to raise money became more and more about the notion of a broader definition of disability. I think... Everyone that's going to be at that camp and everybody that we meet, all of us have a journey to become more aware of the shortfalls, the limitations, the humanity we have in us, and find a way to transcend our own disability. Uh, for many of us, uh, including me, it's the ability to listen better, mm -hmm. shut up, <laughs> which is hard for us to do, <laughs> me too. And, and really connect with people. And, and so that's really where that came. It's now what we do is we, do, uh, we define disability also in terms of the communities and the families and the environments that kids grow up in, helping them connect to a healthy relationship with elders in their lives so they're brought into their sense of adulthood and purpose and contribution so they um, can overcome uh, what might be short-term limitations since they didn't grow up with those things to begin with. You know, uh, this just really hits home with me, and uh, we talked about. We didn't really talk about this when we met each other. Uh, I would love to go deeper into it now. My one of my best friends in high school, junior high school and high school, his name is Steve Dancic. Uh, he he uh, just came to my last boot camp, September 2011. He's written like. 10, 12, 14 books on photography. He has cerebral palsy, and his parents never, ever, ever treated him like he was different. He had to mow the lawn. He had to get to school um, you know, on his own. He had to do everything on his own, and it was hard for the parents to watch it because he did it slower than everybody else, but they never, ever treated him as if he had a disability. And us, as friends, as his friends, never treated him that way as well. In fact, we would say things like, Steve, hurry up. Come on, we got to go. Treating him like, you know, oh, oh, there's Steve. He's a little slower. Uh, and we're like, screw it. You're taking too long. And we'd run over and like grab him. Some, we had to catch a train once in Manhattan. And we'd like, Steve, you're taking way too long. So we'd run over there. I'd pick him up and grab him and, and drag him uh, onto the bus. And he, because I would have done that if my friend had a broken leg. You know, I would have done that because if someone is just like had too many bags, there's no disability. We didn't treat it like he had a disability. Anyway, uh, he has become such a he's a doctor of psychology. He's a teacher in Hawaii he, and he's a photographer, professional photographer, written 14 books on photography, came to my last boot camp. And I said, Steve, you need to call out the elephant in the room. You have cerebral palsy. Write your book about cerebral palsy. What? 
it, it has uh, what your life has been like with cerebral palsy. So he wrote a book called In 30 Days. He wrote a 300-page book about his life with cerebral palsy. It's, uh, I think the title is Get Up, Your Bus is Here. Like the mom and dad saying, get up, your bus is here. Get ready. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And it is the most incredible book. And he's uh, tied in now with the United Cerebral Palsy um, Foundation and everything. So maybe I hook you two guys up because he's an amazing person. Amazing. I think also uh, in the narcissism of the, of rock star heroism and and pro athletes, we get so full of ourselves and and uh, sometimes we uh, are not particularly good at seeing underneath the covers of somebody and how yeah. uh, you know their physical representation and and the hero and the spirit underneath that. I love that, and that, uh, the fact that you do that on top makes me love you even more, brother. Honey, <laughs> honey. <laughs> All right, so Thanks, tell man. a little bit about the foundation. What does it do? Does it, uh, do you do events? Do you, uh, what, what exactly, uh, how does someone get in touch with the foundation that's interested in doing what uh, you guys are putting on? Well, it's nicklowry.com. The speaking website is lowryspeaks.com, um, and you can get there from uh, the nicklowry.com or nicklowryfoundation.org. You can get to it either way. Uh, we do leadership programs. I did a master's at Harvard in 2001, then did a fellowship focusing on, to me, the sort of Mount Everest of social challenges in this country. We think it's hard in Afghanistan and Iraq to create, you know, vibrant communities that are self-sustaining. Try it, uh, you know, on the uh, 562 different tribes and all the different reservations in this country that, you know, each of them endured broken treaties. It sounds like a cliche, but I mean, they had to deal with uh, the absolute um, ripping apart of the notions of trust in what they could depend on with the federal government, with their relationship with their tri- ancestral lands. And so this work is about how do you teach somebody to realize that control still is with them, the control and the answers are still inside them. And so we help them become more aware of their personality styles. We take them through a lot of trust-building exercises. So we start from internally, self-awareness, and then how you function within the group. Because all leadership at Harvard is taught through the small faction or clan. So we marry the notion of the faction, which is what you watch every time you watch everybody sticking knives in their backs at Survivor, at Donald Trump's, you know, the apprentice, the apprentice as they're smiling and whistling and they stick a few knives and right. people's around the table. But they also have to be team leaders, too. And, and that's an exaggerated uh, version of it. But in life, when you're moving forward and getting um, the society to do things it doesn't want to do or hasn't done, how you do that with a young person who's 15 and 16 has never been told they can solve their own problems. So I boil it down to this. If I can teach somebody and help them become aware, teach is not even the right word. If I can help them discover how they learn best. Everybody's different. Somebody with cerebral palsy probably has to study a little differently. Somebody with autism has to. And these actually techniques are integrated from the lab school uh, that is, I think, the nation's best in helping people with uh, with autism. And they all have gone to college. They all were told they couldn't do anything, and they've all been great successes. And it's really giving some uh, honor to helping them in that uh, self-awareness of how they learn how they remember, and then how they take that to do great things. Unbelievable. Uh, we are going to take one more two-minute break. Nick, uh, we're going to delve more into that when we come back from the break. Uh, this is Nick Lowry and Craig Doeswalt on Rock Talk. We will be back in less than two minutes. 
teaching you how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. This is Rock Talk with Craig Deswalt, and we'll be right back after these. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Parents, if you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, the Parents Plate is here to help you. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment. And that's what the Parents Plate does. The Parents Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts and authors on all issues, from teething to teen driving. Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized speaker to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswalt. It's my... We are back on our final segment of Rock Talk with Nick Lowry, former kicker for the Kansas City Chiefs, the greatest team in the history of the NFL that just seems to not want to ever win a championship for the rest of their lives but uh, i don't know so nick that one year that you guys went to the afc championship how close was it i mean how close was it going to the super bowl you guys were right there and then oh don't make me cry we actually we had an awesome team we had joe montana we had Derek Thomas, as you mentioned, the late, great Derek Thomas, Hall of Famer, Marcus Allen, Hall of Famer, Neil Smith, who's possible Hall of Famer. We had great, co- incredible coach in Marcus Allen. We had confidence. We were, had a great defense. We even had David Craig, who was an excellent backup quarterback for Joe. And Joe got sacked late in the first half and had a concussion. And, and one quick story is uh, that we put, because they had the big old cameras that, that can pick up almost anything, even though they weren't HD then, they were still they had so many cameras at those games, like right. almost 40. So they had a, they placed a security person sitting on either side. If you watch the tapes, they showed Joe in the second half, and there were these two big, big, 
socks on either side of Joe and one in front because they didn't want the cameras to be able to show just how out of it Joe was. Joe had such a concussion. There are concussions, and then there's ones that, you know, you're on another planet for a while. And uh, unfortunately, that took us out of the game. I kicked a field goal, I think, late in the third quarter and made it 20-13, to 13, and then uh, they went ahead, and I think they, I think you remembered the score. I think it was 35-13 to 13 35, or something. Was th- yeah, 35-13. 31-13 or something. Oh, yeah, so that. we were close, and really the difference was we played them at Buffalo. If we played them in Kansas City, which we had the year before, I kicked four field goals, and we'd crushed them, um, we would probably have won and gone to the Super Bowl. Um, uh. And that's really a good example that in success – the differences are always, uh, very often, much smaller than you realize. The home field advantage, for instance, that one little thing, and suddenly you go from losing quite badly to winning quite easily. So, yeah. you know, those are things that I think people need to be reaffirmed in, is that paying attention to some of those small details can make a huge difference. That's, I don't think playing at home is small, but, but we... Uh, we really would have, I think, had, if not a dynasty, we would probably have been up there, I think, for a couple more years. So do you think because you guys lost that game, uh, it got bad the next year immediately? Well, what happened was, no, the team played well, uh, but it was the first year of free agency, so I left, went to the Jets, oh, right. and, and that was uh, an interesting situation where um, a guy wrote an article when I left, uh, who was the head of the uh, economic section and business section for the paper, saying the, that uh, profit is made on the margins, and uh, Nick Lowry gives the... Um, the edge there. And I tried to convince uh, the powers that be at the Chiefs that that was the case. But that was the first year of free agency. And some knucklehead, uh, they're always so-called experts in business, by the way, that <laughs> yeah. are not always quite so brilliant. And right. they're like, are the kickers only on the field for like, uh, you know, seven, eight, nine plays? It really doesn't make a big difference. Oh, God. And, uh, and so, you know, I ended up playing for the Jets. And I would, I, you know, as I look back, I think I should have swallowed my pride um, and uh, ego, speaking of ego versus spirit that we've talked about and uh-huh. maybe stayed because uh, you know that's where I the community that I built my career that's where I grew up as a as a man and uh, and it's too bad because about a year later the Chiefs had the best record in the NFL and then a guy named Linelli had missed all three field goals in the first um, in the first yes. playoff game they had uh, and, and I wish yeah, we'll, I could have been there we'll talk, I really do we'll talk about we'll talk about that game for one second the year after Nick leaves we're thirteen and three that we're as if I'm on the Chiefs the Chiefs so 13 and 3 they have like they are rolling and they're supposed to be great and then we go play Indianapolis at home in Kansas City and Lynn Elliott I don't know where that man lives but he ain't living in Kansas City anymore missed the three field goals and we lost 10 to 7 and the field goals were like uh 3 yards or something like that okay i might be exaggerating a little <laughs> But but I, I, it was like that. And whoever told Nick that, oh, uh, field goal kickers only on the play uh, on the field seven plays is an idiot because they are the most important seven plays. plays and it came back to bite them in the butt because uh, they lost in Indianapolis or in Kansas City to Indianapolis the year after that. So I, I know like I, I know all the chief scores. I know every player in life. And, and you still hang out with some of those players. Uh, to this day, who are, you, so who are some of the players you still hang out with? Well, David Craig's here, and, and my friend uh, Christian Decoyer. I was the only player at his wedding. Um, oh, that's and, cool, uh, Christian Decoyer, the Nigerian nightmare, one of the biggest, fastest running backs the NFL has ever seen. 
well, he was called a nightmare for a reason. Uh, if he had not been from the Ibu tribe in Nigeria, when the ruling junta was from the other tribe, he probably would have had a couple Olympic gold medals. But this is one of the great physical specimens on the planet and a great human being, a great Christian. And um, he, uh, I, I stay in touch with him. He had very serious neck surgery about a year ago. He's doing a lot better. Um, but yeah, there's one person. Last night I was with a friend of, of yours who I, uh, he told me to tell you hi, a guy named Eddie Money. Oh, you were with Eddie last night? Yeah, he had a, had a golf tournament for autism, speaking of autism, right here. And I brought my friend Jesse Coulter and uh, my uh, friend and her friend Jamie Johnson, who's run two uh, country music song of the years. Uh, In Color was the most recent. And we just hung out, and, and Eddie was telling a lot of dirty jokes, and <laughs> we had fun. That's so Eddie. Eddie has uh, performed at two of my boot camps. Oh, that would have been so great if Eddie was coming this time. Well, if I could walk on water. Uh, can you do Eddie Money impressions? <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. Money that was, that I love was actually songs, really man. good. <laughs> I love his songs too. He is he's the one that he was the uh, I used to interview rock stars at my boot camp. I had uh, Guns N' Roses uh, Duff McKagan, I did an interview. I had Air Supply, I did an interview. But then Eddie Money is my next one about 3 years ago and he comes to the boot camp and I'm just supposed to interview him. And he comes to the boot camp and he goes, "Would you mind if I played some songs?" And I'm like, uh, let me think about that. No. And he ended up bringing two guitarists with him, these amazing musicians. And he gets up on stage and he starts playing. He played eight of his top hits. My audience went nuts. So what happened was after that, now everyone expects the rock star to play. So now I got to pay more money for the rock stars because they're not only doing an interview now. Now they actually perform. So Eddie's costing me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a great he's a great guy he's an amazing person he is a really really one of the true nice guys the true rock stars out there all right um, yes, he is we have a couple of minutes left nick uh i want to tell everyone what you're doing now so you got the foundation but you're also a speaker so uh what kind of person what kind of uh association corporate speaking keynote speaking just tell a little bit about the speaking and kind of what you talk about you know what um i, I go all the way from from younger groups to you know adult very serious groups like the kansas bar association and the supreme court of kansas and all the way to the agricultural media summit uh or companies that are Coming into their own, like uh, Vermont Hard Cider, um, and, you know, nonprofit MC events that help connect a lot of MCs at charity events read a script, but they don't quite get the connection between educating the audience about what a difference it makes, what they're doing is, and, and how specifically they're really changing lives. And I try to help with that as well. But um, I, I'm very comfortable talking about focus and performance, aligning your focus and performance. What we talked about with Tony Robbins, very important, yeah. making sure you're not at cross purposes, that the values you have are really consistent with the level of risk you want to take. But most importantly, when you have your moments of truth, that you're ready for them, that you expect them to come, and sort of like things in The Secret and, and the, the Law of tr Attraction, that you have done so much homework emotionally, physically, that you own it. It's your own birthday party, your concert. You're doing your own rock star concert every time it really matters. And that's the way you are, by the way, my friend, and that's what makes it fun. And then finally, that other piece, which is that real success, when you know your success is going to be shared with absolutely everybody that matters to you, 
you, then you're not fighting yourself. A lot of people will sabotage themselves because they feel like success will mean that get more lonely and more distant from their roots. Mm. Boy, ain't that the lie, <laughs> you know? Uh, Absolutely. All right. So, uh, and if someone wanted to get in touch with you, you would go to LowrySpeaks.com, LowrySpeaks.com, and uh, uh, I really love this stuff. I mean, I think it's always, if you're giving more and you're providing more and delivering more than people expect, I think also um, trying to do my part in terms of the themes of health and fitness and nutrition and wellness and integrating all those things, and also uh, helping all the great players out there that are givers, that are good people. Uh, for people to see that uh, there are some stereotypes about athletes that uh, really can be exploded, and we we'll try to try to help do that. Uh, that 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 is a great thing, and I mentioned before about the whole football thing. This man has a uh, degree from uh, Dartmouth, and you went to Harvard as well, right? For a masters. <laughs> Yeah, I went to the Kennedy School of Government, and oh, that's cool. I got a master's in public administration focusing on conflict resolution, leadership, nonprofit management. Uh, so I like to think about systems, and I think one of the things we can agree on is our system, uh, politically, 9% popularity uh, with Congress. Our yeah. system is... It, we're going to get very old if we wait for, for the political system to solve problems. So we have to empower ourselves, a very overused word, to be the leaders that we were, that God intended us to be to help change and reaffirm the most important values wherever we live. Boy, that is, uh, that is the truth. We are a, a disaster waiting to happen, and, and hopefully we can empower ourselves to take, uh, take action. Uh, so Nick Lowry is available for uh, speaking engagements. He will be speaking at my Rockstar Marketing Boot Camp uh, March 14th. It's Wednesday, March 14th at uh, uh, between 7 and 10 p.m. at the Sheraton Gateway LAX. If anyone wants to come to the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camp, you can still get tickets at rockstarmarketingbootcamp.com or craigdoeswalt.com. If you want to book Nick Lowry, he is so, so, such an inspirational speaker from the little I have seen of him. I get this man. He is passionate. He loves Thank what you, he bro. does. And, and you could just see that he exudes passion. And you'd be silly not to have him on your stage. He and will, we can teach you how to kick field goals, too. That's important. And, and, and Especially is, how to kick field goals through <laughs> candelabra, through you know the light system. And I love very that. Large, yeah, we're gonna be dangerous kicking field auditoriums. Goals. And if you do have an event, think of it. I mean, what a great person to have kick off your event, whether it's a fundraiser or a, key, uh, a corporate event or a big association or a trade show, anything. You got to look into Nick Lowry. Nick, once again, thank you so much for coming into my life, for me coming into your life, however it happened. You and I just believe that. Light God, up my life. <laughs> you and, bring me hope. And instead of Nick Lowry, let's bring on Guns N' Roses to finish this. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, Thanks, again, thank you so much. I'll see you in a couple of weeks, buddy. Thanks, man. You're the best. You are, too. Uh, this is Craig Dunn with Rock Talk. We will see you all next week. Have a great week. Thank you for 